0: Love Talk Radio. that was that, that,
1: that was one really, of really.
2: to Respect for Life with your host, Brother Leroy on the Keys Network blog talk radio, baby act like you already knew
3: Communicators, I'm Brother Leroy, your host for this evening on the Keys 107 Network. Thankful to the Most High for being blessed with another day on this good earth, another day to do some good deeds for our families, for our community, for humanity at large, always striving for a positive mental attitude, prayer and perseverance, prayer and patience and perseverance can get us all through. A word of... Advice, And that is that there are a lot of trying situations that we will find within our families, our own personal life, in the lives of people that we will run into during the course of the day. Try to convey to that individual and to yourself that much of what we're going through is only a trial, as, as difficult as it, is, as it might seem. It's not geared to breaking us down. If we do collapse under the pressure, then it's very difficult to see the daylight and the opportunities that come to us in light of our condition. We're not put here to fail. As bad as the economic situation will be in a lot of our communities and a lot of our lives, there are ways out as long as we can focus. So don't let the overwhelming uh, challenges get us down and throw us into despair think of ourselves as winners. The KEYS 107 network has a number of programs that during the course of the week you plug into, you'll pick up information that you're not picking up anywhere else. Of all those uh, Respectful Life communicators, the programs that we do on Tuesday nights and Saturday nights are geared to being classrooms, enabling you to hear information that is not given over the general media and exchange ideas and points of view with our guests. Tonight's guests, the scheduled guests, are Eutrich Lee, investigative reporter. Many of investigative journalists, rather, and many of us are uh, maybe for me with her from the City Sun, the paper that's no longer in print, but is definitely missed in the black community and New York City at large. The City Sun, a great paper, because it would publish those stories on front page that other papers would not touch or would hope to be buried. And the second guest is Brother Dick Gregory. And we uh, thank each and every one of you for plugging into the show, whether you're listening by Internet or by way of phone. Now, for those of you on the Internet who listen by way of Internet and you desire to make comments but not necessarily get on the line, you can scroll down on on the website page for the Keys 107. You'll see chat room, and you can make your comments or ask your questions from there, and the engineer will uh, give those questions to us for our guests. And for those of you who are listening by way of phone, what you do is when you have a question you hit 1, on your telephone keypad, and that indicates that you have a question and you will be acknowledged. And uh, um, reaching out for you, Treesley, I'll ask our engineer, do we have her yet? If if we don't, then I'll go through some announcements. Uh, Please let me know. All right, I'll continue on. There's an article that has uh, appeared this week on the Internet. You will not see it in your daily paper. I saw it two days ago, and I've not seen it in the daily newspaper. It's a connection between nicotine and alcohol consumption. What it says, uh, this research was done at Baylor University in Texas, and the lead a doctor on this or a spokesperson for for this particular research is John Daney. John Daney, D A N I. John Daney at Baylor University. If you look it up, you'll go into Google and look up relationship of nicotine and alcohol consumption. What it says is that as a person smokes at a bar, at a party, for example, the nicotine creates a greater raving or, or urge for alcohol consumption. And in that regard, they say alcohol and nicotine go together, and the nicotine will create a higher urge for alcohol consumption. So you'll see people smoking and drinking, drinking and smoking. And this relates to, you know, not trivia, trivia for those of us who don't smoke or drink but it is something for individuals out there who smoke and drink that they should know about. There's another, not a recent story, but for those individuals who smoke, there is crack nicotine. If you go into Google, you put in crack nicotine, crack nicotine, and that's going to bring up some research that was done some years ago It was published only in England. It was research done at the University of Oregon, but no American paper picked it up. When I went into the Internet several years ago, I picked up this crack nicotine. What is that? And it talks about a treatment of nicotine that the manufacturers of cigarettes put nicotine, put the tobacco leaf through that heightens the addictive nature of the cigarette. Crack nicotine is worth you looking up. Now, in the current Internet news, there is an article on menthol is the reason why cigarettes are more addictive. And menthol, cigarettes are smoked primarily by black folks in America. So you should look that information up. Menthol, as it relates to addictive quality of, cigarettes. Do we have our guests online yet? Do we have nutri Lee with us yet? I'm not getting an answer. I got to have some kind of answer. You got to give me some kind of feedback. Okay. okay. And, and
4: do we have Nutri-Lead yet? Getting back we had uh, okay, hopefully you
3: heard what I said that uh Utrese had given me a heads up when I spoke to her last to give her a ring uh, a half hour before the show and I didn't do that. So uh she will pick up on the vibration that we're looking to interview her and uh call and answer her, her call. But the the information that's we the information the information speaking from Utrice Lee relates to the Trayvon Martin killing and the Zimmerman acquittal. And what we're pursuing with her for this audience is the following that on the first day of the trial, of the opening statements of the prosecutor and the so called defense, now I say the so called prosecutor and in the, in the defense lawyer statements, Eutrice Leed and Alton Maddox, attorney Alton Maddox of New York, analyzed the opening statement of the prosecutor and based on the opening statement of the first day the opening statement based on the opening statement they predicted that Zimmerman would get off based on the opening statement now she interviewed Alton on her show it was either the day of or the day after the day of or the day after And it was 1 o'clock in the afternoon New York time. And both of them concluded, based on their analysis of the opening statement, that Zimmerman would be left off. And sure enough, the guy is off. Now, there are folks who talk about the collusion of the prosecution, the defense, and the judge, and the police department in the acquittal of Zimmerman. And those people who say that that was the case present pretty strong arguments based on what they say could not just be random mistakes of a prosecution, that they were infantile or junior league at best, so-called mistakes of the prosecution. And you get caught up in that, but, once again i wanted to get nitrice lead on so that she would give how they assessed that case and just from the opening statement and give the um you know repeat for you the audience and for me what what they saw in the opening statement of the prosecutor so that is why we have asked uh, Tree Lee. Now, she has a program that comes on Progressive Radio Network every day, Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. 1 p.m., Monday through Friday, Progressive Radio Network. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time. 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's the Gary Knoll Network. He created a network, and basically they go, I think, 24 hours a day and they have all these great um, hosts who are either individuals who have spearheaded uh, whistleblower situations, lawyers, activists within their particular areas, this progressive radio network, and you could probably retrieve that particular interview with her and Alton Maddox, but she would have to tell you exactly how to get that. Um Alton Maddox, of course, is the attorney here in New York that they do not like to have practicing law, and he has had various challenges to practicing law in New York State. He is currently in Virginia dealing with a situation with Tawana Brawley, and that situation relates to defamation of character, so-called suit that Pagones, uh, uh, he, he was uh, an attorney upstate New York, uh, is supposed to have won against Tawana Brawley, but as uh, Attorney Altematics points out, there's no paperwork in New York State that indicates that there was any kind of judgment or any kind of hearing, et cetera, And Tawana Brawley definitely did not appear before any hearing or judge regarding defamation of character. So they're fighting this case down in Virginia. And uh, today is a day when they were going to be in the court. Um, Pardon me. The telephone number is 213 943 3618. 213 943 3618. There are those of you in the audience who may have some views regarding the Zimmerman acquittal as relates to either collusion or you might think that it was a so-called fair trial, and you might want to share those particular views with us while we wait for your tree sleeve. Telephone number 213-943-3618. Hit one on your telephone pad that lets us know that you have A question or comment once again this is a classroom I don't do shows where brother Leroy just talks I focus and specialize in getting guests who are experts at what they uh, profess to uh, speak on and I get them before you they present their information insights and you in turn get the benefit of those or you get the benefit of questioning them and challenging them on Points that they are or would make. And let me just slide over to another subject matter that is close to us, close to everyone in the audience, anyone who is sending their child to college. What happens in a lot of cases is that many of our students who go to college, they're the first generation going to college in their family. And if they're very bright, if they let me not talk about if they're very bright. Regardless of what level of competency they are at the point that they get into college, they don't have people who can guide them from within their circle of friends or family. And um, do I have a questionnaire? Do I have uh, something that the engineer wants to indicate to me?
0: Um, Dick Gregory didn't pick up either.
3: Dick um, Gregory is at eight o'clock.
0: Oh, sorry about that.
3: Um, You at eight o'clock.
0: Me and my mom are trying very hard to get um the guests to, so we yeah, can call well, them.
3: All you can do is wait. All I do is just do a monologue, and okay.
0: Okay. Um, that's all we have to say. We don't have any callers at this moment, but we have eight, two callers, including Dad, but he all can't right. call at the moment.
3: Okay, okay. all right. I just I just keep on talking.
0: Oh, somebody! We have a caller.
3: Okay, very good.
0: Um, I'm just gonna ask him his name.
3: No, you just patch him right through. Oh, okay. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Keys 107 Network. And part of our audience is calling in while we wait for our uh, guests to come on board. And uh, uh, caller, do we have the caller on the line? Yes, God bless you. Thank you for your call.
1: God bless you, too. Um, Yeah, I had a question about Zimmerman trial. Um, Don't they – doesn't technology exist that can – Definitely analyze a voice on a tape recorder. I mean, they show it all the time in the in the um, on these serials, you know, the movies and stuff. So, right. what's why what, why didn't they use that to say who was exactly calling for help? And I don't know if you can answer it. Someone else can answer it. No, I'm
3: going to give you Dick Gregory's answer. Okay,
1: that that will <laughs> work. Oh, <rumor.
3: laughs> I'm going to give you Dick Gregory Dick Gregory said, he said, look, when they send someone up to the moon or up there in the space capsule, wherever they are, if somebody speaks, they know who's speaking.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So then how come they couldn't determine who's speaking on a 911 call? So that's how Dick Gregory asks and answers that particular question. And uh, Dick Gregory will be here with us at eight a.m. o'clock, and uh, I'll put that question to him, or uh, you can put that question to him yourself. But oh. the answer is they know. So and the answer also, is that
1: they didn't—they didn't really want to.
3: Well, the, <laughs> in terms of the day-to-day coverage of the trial, the I didn't see that particular uh, situation. But once again, what people point out, what people point out as prosecution mistakes, other people put out as collusion between the prosecution, the judge, and the defense, and the police. So we're looking at that we have questions about that we are tricked into thinking that they're questions because the talking heads on TV... Don't tell the truth themselves. They they get us involved in panels, and you have six people up there, and, and three are saying one thing, and three three are saying the other, and it's chaos. So you don't get a clear message, except that you like what so and so said, or you, you this other one you didn't like because you don't like a hairdo and that sort of thing. So that's what those panels are set up for—not to give clarity, but to confuse. And there's a teaching called mixing truth with falsehood. This is what they are experts in doing: mixing truth with falsehood. As a result of that, you come away—not you. I'm not talking about you personally. The person, the, the people with less information, come away confused. So when you have a Utreas lead, when you have when you have a Utreas lead or an attorney out in Maddox, when you're questioning them. They will give you straight answers, and if it's not straight, when I interview them, I come back and ask them, all I, right, you got to make that a little bit player, plainer,
5: play uh-huh. that
3: for us, uh-huh. and then they'll play it out for you. They give examples because they are in the business. You, treat Lee, and Alton Maddox. I'm not talking about any to the negation of anyone else. Also, Dick Gregory. going to deal with the delivery that Latrice and Alton give. They are in the business of informing black people in a way that we will not be fooled the next time around. That's different from someone just talking and covering their base.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: Someone is giving you answers that will grow your knowledge. That is in order to duplicate in the listener the same measurements, critical analysis that the speaker has gained. See we all need critical analysis and the first thing in this society that's that's going to give us critical analysis is not believing what the other folks are saying about anything. Mm-hmm. See, if they tell you if they tell you it's going to be warm today, go outside and, and feel that it's warm. If they, say, if they tell you it's cold it's gonna be cold, you go outside and feel how cold it is. And invariably you'll find that they come up with a thing called the wind chill factor. And the wind chill factor is this. But the temperature is this. When you go out the wind chill factor, which is lower degrees than the temperature, that the wind chill factor is actual is the actual temperature that you need to dress for.
1: Right. That's you
3: know what I'm saying.
1: So yeah, they, come, exactly.
3: they come with mixing truth with falsehood And we can't look at things through their eyes They are now saying that this trial They want us to believe that this was a fair trial So on the face of it, it looks that way But that trial was no different, in my opinion Than the trial of the murderers of Emmett Till Mm-hmm but many of our people don't go back to that time
5: of the murder
3: of Emmett Till, so they don't know how that played out in the courtroom. But those who are mature, meaning older, in our late 60s and 70s and 80s, we were we were shocked by by, by the, the individuals being found not guilty, and we knew they were guilty, even though we weren't down in Mississippi. We knew mm. these and after the trial one of the one of the accused who was acquitted of the murder, he sold his story to Look magazine in terms of how they did it. So mm. you can go into Google and trace down that story and read it he you say, Yeah, we did it and this is how we did it.
5: Mm, mm, mm. So
3: the trial the trial of the murderers of Emmett Till is no different than this trial for the killer of Trayvon Martin.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: They, they and it was a common thing,
1: court. you know, particularly in the South, that you know, the blatantly guilty would get off, you know, first of all, because they never had a jury of the the appearance, you know. Right. So, um, and you know, the other thing about this trial that um um gets me just to. That you know we, you know their methods are really methods of trickery, because what I heard on ABC, um, one of the analysis, you know people who gave analysis was saying, I think it was Dan Abrams or what have you, but he was saying that the charge from the judge and I guess with the stand your ground um, law was is that did Zimmerman feel you know, at the point that he pulled the trigger, did he feel that he was in fear of bodily harm or in fear for his, you know, for his life? Now, if you're in a fight, anybody gets in a fight, a physical fight, they're going to be afraid of, you know, bodily harm or, you know, if it goes that far, fear for their life. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's part of being in a fight. So, you know, but it's at that point and only at that point that the jury was allowed to judge from. So, yes, okay, so he was in fear of bodily harm or fear of his life, so he pulled the trigger. But that's not how you judge that a situation. That's not how you judge a fight, even, you know, with children. When children are fighting, we say, well, who started it? Who hit who first? What happened? According to what I understood um, Dan Abrams to say, all of that was irrelevant. It was just at the point that he pulled the trigger. So, I mean, which that means that anybody that gets into a fight, you know, they, they can be a fear of bodily harm, and they can kill somebody legally.
3: Okay, Dan Abrams. Dan Abrams takes the position that, look, this was a fair trial, and based on the, the uh, uh, what do you call the instructions to the jury, and stand the ground law, that the jury could only find in that, in in favor of Zimmerman that he killed Trayvon Martin in fear of his life. Is that what you're saying?
1: I'm saying yes. I'm saying that's what he said. The charge was.
3: No, am I'm talking about, talking about Dan Abrams' tone. I'm dealing with Dan Abrams' tone. Your creation. See, they they talk and they talk in these objective. Uh, they use objective words, but the tone is: look, live with it. It was uh This, this is the only way that the, the jury could find. You see, I'm familiar with Dan Abrams. I did not hear that that morning. Dan Abrams is not no great friend of no black folks, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But he has a persuasive voice, and he can uh, structure a, a presentation and an argument in such a way that listeners who call in in opposition to his point of view would in the conversation, well, well, maybe you're right.
1: So, well, they don't have any call in, first of all. Okay. Well,
3: <laughs> I've, I've heard them with calls. I've heard them with calls.
1: Oh, really? But, okay. Uh,
3: in the past. I've heard him. I haven't heard this guy recently. But here, here's the point that Dr. Edwin Nichols brings up. He says they start the story from point two. Right. As opposed to point one.
1: Right.
3: And we, without critical analysis, go along with it and argue from point two as opposed to arguing from point one. Point right. one is the guy calling in, Zimmerman calling in the 911, and they say, and he says what he says. These people always get away. These punks always get away. And they say, stay in your car.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You don't have to
1: follow him. Stay. We don't need that. Now, that statement was, was admitted in court. I mean, that was said in court, these punks always but, get away. Uh, what I'm telling you is
3: our point one, if it was not admitted in court, which I don't know, I don't know that, if it okay. was not admitted in court, that was collusion. Oh, we're not going to admit, we're not going to admit in the, in the court that he fought a policeman. We're not going to admit in the court that Zimmerman uh, beat his wife. We're not going to commit in court, admit in court these other points of his history. Okay,
5: mm-hmm.
3: so You know, not admitted in the court based on what? Now, meanwhile, Trayvon Martin is tried in the newspaper, in news media. Oh, he smoked marijuana. Oh, he did this. He did that. The boy was going to sword to get some whatever uh, he got. He's coming mm-hmm. home. It bother nobody. It's raining, and therefore he's wearing a hood over his head, not because he's some gangster wearing a hood, but because it's raining. Mm-hmm. So that's another point that we miss. We join in, not you, black mm-hmm. people without critical analysis, join in on their discussion from their point of view. Yeah. yeah. Looking at each piece.
1: Well each that's tr- what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, you know, their system is a system of trickery. You yeah. know, it's it's um you know in it's um the Alegva principle in the Euroboard the Sebek principle in the Kemetic thing, it's the trick the trickster. Where they're going to come, as you say, or as Dr. Nichols say, from point B, as opposed to point A, and say, well, this is all the point B is all that's important. And you know what I'm saying is that that's ridiculous because even you know even with children, you know when there's a fight, we always ask, you know, stop the fight and then say, who hit who first? How did it start? What did he say? You know, what, you know, we want to know what what were the factors that escalated it, you know? And apparently, you know, from what he was saying, all of that was just thrown out the window. And um, so, you know, was he in fear of bodily harm? Yes. You know, because anybody that's in a fight is in fear of bodily harm. for hold up. My engineer is trying to talk to me. Yes?
3: Engineer? Uh,
6: Brother Leroy, can we talk offline?
3: Yeah. uh, Let me let the people know we're going to commercial.
6: Good enough.
3: Okay. Okay, Call it. thank you for your call. We're going to go to some commercial announcements. Thank you. Thank you, sis. This is the Keys 107 Network. We're still hoping to connect with you trece lead if we don't we're we're going to
5: keep
3: keep going with whatever comments and insights that you may have in the audience the trayvon martin killing the zimmerman acquittal is not going to go away even though there are folks who would like for us to just hey live with it and in fact one negro writer in the amsterdam news um guy writes a column out of washington dc he's basically saying get over it um if i mentioned his name you would know it but i i just can't it's not coming up on my radar right now but we have some announcements and we'll be back after those announcements stay tuned to the keys 107 network
2: keys 107 and the foi, FOI board of directors is proud to present the final call the final call is the country's unique leading source for news. Founded by the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, national representative of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam. The final call follows in the tradition of Muhammad's speaks with hard-hitting national and international news and coverage of political issues. It is the official communications organ of the Nation of Islam. can find one of the beautifully bow-tied representatives in your community, or read FinalCall.com. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites, For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet, now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit Moon107.com. Ah, cats. Jump back and dust off your Cadillac. You're listening to Respect for Life with your host, Brother Leroy, on the Keys Network Blog Talk Radio, baby. Act like you already knew. Ow.
3: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, boys and girls, we're black with you and this is the Keys one oh seven Communicators Respectful Life segment. We're on from seven until nine tonight. Our second guest at eight o'clock is scheduled to be Brother Dick Gregory. We're going further in the current events with him. But in the meanwhile, uh just let me do this. Uh I mentioned that there's a columnist in the Amsterdam News The headline on his column says, Put the Zimmerman case behind us, even if verdict was flawed. Now, he goes on to talk about, hey, get over it. His name is Armstrong Williams, so if you want to see that and read it, you you have to read these things to know just how some Negroes think in and among us, even though they're exposed to either the same amount of information or more information than we are. We have uh, a surprise guest. With us, the brother who's observed the goings-on of the trial as they were happening day-to-day, Brother Ken Williams, God bless you. Thank you for joining us, brother.
7: God bless. Uh, how are you today, James?
3: I'm excellent. I'm excellent. What are your observations regarding the trial and that most people may have missed but you were able to pick up on and diagnose?
7: Well, I mean, uh, one of the things that stood out um, was that it's very rare that you find a person in law enforcement that's an expert witness for the state testify as a character witness for a murderer. That just is uh, odd. But Detective Sereno from the Sanford Police Department testifying that George Zimmerman is a great guy and that, um, you know, despite DNA evidence showing that Trayvon Martin didn't have blood on his hands, which is contradictory to what George Zimmerman's statement is regarding to uh, the so-called altercation that took place. It's just extremely odd. I mean, after listening to the whole entire testimony and observing some of the evidence that came in at trial, uh, it it just seemed like common sense to me that um, most likely what happened was Trayvon Martin was certainly on top towards the end of this altercation fighting for his life with a guy that was armed with a gun that was a complete stranger. And when he was shot in the heart, he just simply fell forward on top of George Zimmerman, most likely a head-to-head headbutt. And uh, George Zimmerman's head went into the back of the pavement, and that is how George Zimmerman most likely sustained injuries to the front of his face and lacerations to the back of his head. He had 160 pounds worth of child fall on top of him after he executed this child. And okay. that's not a, a storyline that came to come out very well by the prosecution, and that's most likely because the Sansford Police Department didn't provide them with a complete investigation and very, from the very outset of this whole entire thing never really wanted to arrest George Zimmerman for whatever reasons. I'm not sure.
3: Well, my response to your observation is this. Is that the guy pulls allegedly pulls out his gun, gets his gun free, and shoots this boy? How is this boy going to fall forward and not backwards? But I can't um, answer that from a forensic standpoint.
7: Right. I mean, a lot of people think when they see TV um, dynamics and physics have it where people like you know move away from gunshots. It's kind of like the sci-fi stuff that defense attorneys had going on and the trial court, you know, trying to explain voices bouncing off walls. You know what I mean? That's just all sci-fi stuff. The reality is, is that George Zimmerman had a gun, and when you have a person uh, that is on top of you, gravity is going to take effect if the person is shot in the heart, and they instantly collapse from the gunshot wound. Uh, the hollow point uh, around that he was carrying in his gun uh, went through, penetrated the chest wall cavity, went into the heart, And because the hollow point round, not a lead ball, the hollow point round then becomes, it starts to disintegrate as it hits and, and, you know, comes into contact with flesh and bone and muscle and stuff. So, you know, the amount of damage that was done from that one shot on the inside of the chest cavity wall was substantial to the heart. And, you know, another thing that really didn't come out during the trial is whenever you have a person that is shot in the epicenter of where blood is circulating throughout the body, the heart, um, there can't be any pooling of blood for bruising to maybe indicate that there was a uh, head-to-head butt because he's bleeding out in the chest. In order to have bruising underneath the skin, you have to have blood that's circulating to allow blood to pool. So that's the reason why I'm saying if you look at the, uh, uh, you know, George Zimmerman claimed that he was punched 20 to 30 times, but there's no, bruising, no cuts to substantiate that, nor is there DNA underneath Trayvon Martin's hands to substantiate uh, any hair fibers, uh, any blood to substantiate that this man was punched by this child. This child was fighting for his life. And I'm, I'm just presenting to you the fact that based on the science and the lies and inconsistencies in George Zimmerman's story, I don't see the altercation between the young man and the and the grown man with the gun but I do see maybe a possibility of where, after being shot, he collapsed on top of that person, and they might have had a head-to-head butt, which then, you know, causes the nose to bleed, bruising about the face, and then drives the uh, the person who's the aggressor, his head into the back of the cement, which causes the laceration. And you've got you to gotta remember, once you have 160 pounds of dead weight on top of you, you have to be able to slide from underneath it. So that might have been how he got the two cuts on the back of his head as well.
3: Well, I'm, I'm. I don't. I as, as I said to the caller before you came on. Where I start in the whole narrative is I don't believe anything they say from the joke. I don't even try to make sense out of what they say, because what they say are absolute lies. And after forty-four days, uh, or going into that police, police. Uh, precinct, and they're letting this guy out. They could write anything that this guy said, and after 44 days, any kind of story can be concocted. And starting from point one, where the guy has a gun, I don't even try to make sense out of what they say. I'm not dismissing what you say,
5: mm. but I
3: would have to, I would. me personally, I would have to call on a doctor or somebody involved in forensics and say, all right, tell me how it would be with this gun that this guy had, he shoots a guy, does the guy go backward, does he go forward or does
7: he go right, back? And I can forward? I can only offer you with twenty years of experience and, you know, having seen and um investigated numerous of homicides that people don't get blown backwards from guns. There can be a recoil from the person that's handling a gun, that a gun may fire and it might recoil backwards, but there's no there's no person that's blown away by a uh, a handgun round that's uh, hitting a body. That doesn't that doesn't okay. happen. Um, The the other thing that um, I would like to probably maybe suggest is, you know, from the start in the state of Florida, um, the FBI went down in March of 2012 interviewed the uh, lead detective, Sereno, to get a statement as to whether or not this was color-related, and in that official report by the FBI between the FBI and Detective Sereno, he indicated this was a profile based on a hoodie. So that right there is kind of suspect when you think about the fact that in this trial, What came out was the fact that there was a witness for the defense that said she had a uh, burglary that occurred at her home, had discussions directly with George Zimmerman, and that uh, the profile was young black males, and not people with hoodies, but young teenage black males that broke into her home. And that is the reason for him, based on 46 calls to the Stanford Police Department prior to Trayvon Martin's incident, were all for black males. Not a hoodie. Okay. So, I mean, when we think about going forward what the government is trying to do right now based on a uh, hate crime, maybe a civil rights violation, those things, those crimes that the federal government has jurisdiction over to intervene about would be based on color. So you have the state of Sanford, you have the state of Florida and Sanford Police Department that have had a trial where they've tried to go in, you know, during the normal process of the trial, not make this about color, but make this about a profile based on a hoodie. And that's absurd. It's absurd. Because yes. everyone, now that they've listened to the testimony and the evidence of, you know, what the state had in witness testimony, everyone understands now this wasn't about profiling a hoodie. He was profiling a black child. He he profiled a black child. He followed that black child. Miss Jim Teal says on the phone that, you know, Mr. Trayvon Martin, at some point in time, gets harassed by that person that's following him, that's a stranger, and at some point in time, there's a there's an encounter between the two, and then Trayvon Martin ends up dead less than a minute later. You see what I'm saying? Those are the yeah. facts.
3: Okay. What else? What other observations?
7: Well, I mean, the other thing that that was probably very very uh, telling is that the prosecution, because the Sanford Police Department and the state police um, investigators didn't really provide them a a real good script that I'm trying to provide you that substantiates why there's no DNA evidence, no blood evidence from George Zimmerman on Trayvon Martin's hand. The other thing that I noticed was that, um, you know, uh, they brought out a dummy towards the near end of this trial to try to show the jurors how George Zimmerman, because they finally figured out the fact that if his gun is in a holster that's inside his pants, and Trayvon Martin has traversed his body and is on top of him, there's no way that George Zimmerman would have been able to get to his gun, which now backs us up to the very beginning of, or the outset of the actual encounter between the two people. George Zimmerman most likely has a gun in his hand. And because police didn't ask George Zimmerman very key questions like, which hand did you carry the flashlight in, which might have been the strong hand that he actually has to reach for his gun, so when he came across Trayvon Martin, and Trayvon Martin, um, you know, was like, hey, why are you following me? And he might have dropped the flashlight with one hand, and if it's the same hand that he's carrying his firearm, drew his firearm. Now, the other thing that is pretty pretty uh, amazing is that there is a witness that testifies that said that she was close to where the encounter happened outside her window, and she could clearly hear that this was a young boy calling for help and in distress. And then shortly thereafter, there was a single gunshot. The inconsistencies in George Zimmerman's story are, are based on the fact that his knowledge on self-defense and your ground law in Florida, he crafted a, um, a story because there's not a, 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 a witness, a victim, to refute what his story is. The police are supposed to figure out what those inconsistencies, inconsistencies are and is supposed to capitalize off of those things to make the person either confess or show in those inconsistencies how what they are claiming happened did not happen and that's where the police failed. Well,
3: it it's it's collusion. I mean, I'm not even a legal person. This is no different than the trial of the Sean Bell killers of Sean Bell. Here in New York, where the trial was transferred from Queens up to Albany, right? For a so-called trial of their peers,
4: mm-hmm. and
3: it's the same thing. The prosecution was weak, and the judge was handpicked up there because they got away from a judge down here. It's 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 no different. Amadou Diallo, they uh, they removed the judge. That he was to have, uh, not he was to have, but in the case of the the people who killed him,
5: mm-hmm.
3: they removed the judge, a black woman, and inserted somebody else. And the only people that give clarity to this whole thing, so that black people are not fooled, and this is the major situation here, that black people, I don't care about other folks because they don't, they're going to believe just like that juror B thirty seven. She's going to hold a point of view before, during, and after, and it ain't going to be that the black boy was in fear of his life. Correct. And and so I care about black folks and how black folks look at things and how they are, they, black folks, tend to be fooled simply because nobody is doing critical analysis for them and teaching them how to
7: do that. I, well, I do it. I do it. I do it every day, brother. You know me.
3: <laughs> well, all I'm saying is that the few of us have to teach the others if they if they are willing to listen and Correct. look. But I I don't start from a point of here's a trial that was based on the narrative of the killer. The trial right. was based on the narrative of the killer. There's no scenario that the prosecution came up with refuting that scenario. Well, let me me explain it
7: to you like this. If anyone told you, without it being the George Zimmerman story, that a citizen could follow a child and harass that child by a profile, stalk that child, which is illegal, and then ultimately shoot that child, if that was the narrative without mentioning George Zimmerman by name, is that something that you would say? Wow, that's awful! I can't believe that that happened. What happened in the end? And the person said, "Well, they were acquitted." Wouldn't you be shocked by that?
3: I would ask, uh, what what complexion was in this society? I'd ask, and this is not even this is me, period. I say, "Well, wh- who was black and who was white?" And it's "Here goes the
7: problem." Here goes the problem. Without even getting into black and white, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to lead towards is this. If a police officer followed a citizen that had not committed any crime and that in the end, the citizen who had not committed any crime ended up dead, would everybody be shocked by that? They would be hurt by it but not shocked. Well, people are going to have to start getting shocked because there's no place in America that someone should be able to follow somebody that has not committed a crime that has standing on the sidewalk, on the grass, just like the person that was doing the following, and then they end up dead. People need to start getting shocked by that.
3: Well, I, I don't know about shock because that, that happened with Ramali Graham. I,
7: I understand that. But what we're talking about right now is that when you look at the recent report by the CDC that says that out of 100,000 uh, citizens, every 100,000 citizens, you have 50 um kids between the ages of 10 and 24 that are getting shot each year, but out of the same 100,000 citizens, you have 2.9 white citizens being shot. I'm trying to tell you that the white citizens are looking at it when one of their people gets shot, and they're saying, wow, I'm shocked." The black people aren't, and we need to start getting shocked. We need to start being outraged. We need to start demanding answers. We need to start asking what the heck is going on out here between all the different environments, and elements that are permitting black kids to be executed. Whether it's black-on-black black crime or white-on-black crime, we need to start getting shot and demanding some answers and some solutions.
3: I, I would agree with that. And in terms of the Trayvon Martin killing, the question is why was this guy tracking this boy down and it ain't no robbery. The guy had a drawn gun. He's not going to carry a flashlight unless he's planning to bash somebody with it like the police do. He's carrying a flashlight and a gun. He's he's playing cop. He's going to shine the light in the boy's face. That's the scenario I'm playing with.
7: He shines the light. But that's in but face. that's the problem though, um, James. If if we're going to go as far as to say that he's playing cop how many cases are out there that it is actually a law enforcement authority that's getting away with the same thing?
3: Well, untold numbers.
7: So so therefore we have a problem in society where we're allowing some people to play against the rules, they get caught, and they're yet not held accountable for what they did. This guy okay. is not a cop, but he's, ex- he's exceeded the threshold as a citizen without any authority, they're going to follow, pursue, uh, harass, stalk a, a young child, and then he killed that child. That should be shocking to everybody.
3: Uh, we have a call on the line. Caller? Hello? We have a
6: yes. call on the line. Yes, 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 yes. How are you? Good evening. My name is John Ali. I'm from Mount Vernon, New York. Yes, and, sir. Um, I I have a um, my 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 whole thing when I when I found out after the jury had got picked, I said I knew then that this this case is over. You know what I mean? Because then, as far as as far as I'm concerned, for me, therein lies the, the 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 problem in terms of of trying to get a conviction. You know what I mean? Because that the, you know when with with, with that jury, there, there was no way in the world that she was going to get a conviction. You know what I mean, and 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 how and why the prosecution, you know how that I don't know how that whole process went down or whatever, but you know that was that was like the, the beginning of the end right there, you know what I mean? Because you 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 you, you I don't five Caucasian women and the the, the fifth the sixth one they, they, I'm not I, I heard different things it was black it was, it was Hispanic or whatever
7: so, no she she you know, was white but, Hispanic.
6: A white Hispanic, okay. With no blacks on the jury, you know. I mean, at least one. You know what I mean. You had to have at least one black on the jury. You know what I mean. That this this that this case was over. I don't. I I've I've heard it said that they, they they actually threw the case. I don't I don't go as far as to, to to make that statement. But I'll make I that knew statement. With, with, I'm sorry.
7: I'll make that statement.
6: You'll make that statement. Okay. okay. Sure. I, I'll, I can go with that. You know what I mean. But um, the, the, the fact that 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 jury was picked, that this case was was in was done for from the beginning. That I mean, I just wanted just to, to call in just, just to say that this this is my okay. first time calling in and listening, and I, I appreciate the opportunity to express my opinion.
5: All Thank right. you very Thank much. you God You're welcome.
6: You. And God bless you too. Peace. God bless, brother. Uh, uh, Thank uh,
3: you. There is there is for the for the audience. There is on the website, www.noi.org. That's the Nation of Islam, noi.org. And you go there and you look for webcasts, archive webcast, And when that screen opens up, the very first one is Ava Muhammad. She's an attorney. And it will say the subject is Trayvon Martin. I advise those of us who want an additional analysis of the Trayvon Martin case of the Zimmerman acquittal to view that and take notes. She comes with some research from her vantage point, and it is an additional perspective. Brother Ken Williams, I want to thank you very much for your work and your due diligence, and are you following anything at this time that the public should be aware of that they can join in in their own homes in their own manner and and do some tracking themselves? What are you looking at these days?
7: Uh, There there are a couple of key cases out there that I'm tracking. One is the Kenneth Chamberlain Sr. Um, White Plains police uh, broke down his door, shot an elderly gentleman that was in his home that simply called, accidentally a 911 emergency line that was accidental. Another case that's um, out there is the DJ Henry story, it is a Pace University uh, student who uh, was shot in New York. Um, the police claimed that he was driving erratically towards them. It looks like it's all a bogus story. Uh, he was actually slowing down before he was shot and killed in his car that he was driving. Um, I mean, is that's,
3: like the, that's not I'm the sorry. football player. Is that's not the football player from Pace? Is it?
7: That's the football player from Pace. Yes.
3: Okay. All right. I mean, really, true. I mean, these things are done in public, and they're done in the dark.
7: They're done <laughs> in the light, my brother. <laughs> I
3: mean, it is amazing.
7: It's amazing. I mean, down in, down in Dallas, I'm in contact with an attorney, Darrell hey, K. Washington. He's looking at 60 cases over the past couple of years, past several years, black citizens gunned down by the Dallas Police Department, and not one person held accountable for the shooting deaths of 60 uh, black citizens.
3: And this is in the in the past how many years?
7: Um, I want to say in the past five years.
3: Okay, and that coincides with the presence of President President Obama in the White House, and there's a correlation. There is a correlation from 2008 until present in terms of blacks killed by so-called official authorities. Mm -hmm. There is a correlation. I have not done it, but there is a correlation. These people are so angry that there's a black guy in the White House that black folks in general are in danger. Now, folks can take that as an exaggeration. Well, you take it as an exaggeration. One one thing comes to mind. Minister Farrakhan said on the night that President Obama assumed well, his, that the election, he won the election, he said now to the believers, to the Muslim community, he said, don't be out there cheering. Get into your homes because these people will be angry if he wins. Here in New York or in Staten Island, they randomly beat up uh, a black, uh, an African brother. Uh, they were caught. Two guys, uh, two uh, Caucasians, were subsequently caught. But they beat him up because Obama had won the election. And look, at o- look at all. Look at old Miss four
7: hundred college students. Pro- yeah. The, at uh, Old Miss College, once the year uh, was reelected.
3: Yeah, and there, there, there you go. I mean this. But we we if we don't read and look at black media, we'll be in la-la land, thinking that MT, everything is MTV lovely. Uh, Ken Williams, I want to thank you. We're at the 8 o'clock point where we're going after our next guest, Brother Dick Gregory, and I want to thank you for joining in, my brother.
7: All right. Thank you, brother. We'll talk again.
3: Yes, sir. God bless you and your family.
7: God bless you too, sir. Thank you.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to connect with Brother Dick Gregory, and we have some more announcements. We'd like for you to pay very close attention to them and support the supporters of the Keys 107 Network. I'm Brother Leroy, thankful to the most high that you're where you are we are where we're at. There's more brain power on your side of this communication than on my side. There's more brain power, so do not have any hesitation of joining in the conversation as we get into our conversation with Dick Gregory, 213-943-3618. You'll be able to start talking to him about 15, 20 minutes into our discussion. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: This portion of The Key was brought to us by Moon107.com. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The women's shop features stylish tunics,
5: suits and accessories
2: and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cupped shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit moon107.com. 107 This portion of the keys on Blog Talk Radio was brought to you by The Fluffs Present the Alphabet Now found in paperback Sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Brothers and sisters, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, Student Minister Abdul-Hafiz Muhammad, and the Believers cordially invite you to visit Muhammad's Mosque No. 7, located at 106-8 West 127th Street, Harlem, New York between Adam Clayton Powell and Malcolm X Boulevards. Meeting times are Sundays, 10 o'clock a.m., Wednesdays at 8 p.m., and Juma Prayer, Fridays at 1.15 p.m. For more information, dial 212-865-1200. Once again, 212-865-1200 or www.mosk7.org. Cats, jump back and dust off your Cadillac. You're listening to Respect for Life with your host, Brother Leroy, on the Keys Network Blog Talk Radio. Baby, act like you already knew. Ow.
3: And, ladies and gentlemen, we're black with you. This is Brother Leroy with the Communicators Respect for Life segment of the Keys 107 Network. It's going to be a very, very good time. And with this last segment of our program today, without further ado, we have with us a brother who has seen tons of experience in the civil rights movement. He has tremendous experience in health and uh, changing his own lifestyle to uh, one that would enable him to help other people. And he has weathered the storm of being uh, classified as a conspiracy theorist because what he has dropped on people has proven to be true, and one after one after another. And uh, just a great source of information and inspiration to folks around the country and throughout the world, in fact. Brother Dick Gregory, thank you for joining us, my brother.
8: God bless you, my brother. Peace and love, and thank you, thank you for just being there for us, man. You know what I mean? I say over and over, money is not power, education is not power, but information is power. Mm, mm, mm. And I just flew in from the West Coast and got here, and I had some research to do because I got to go to Canada more, but I... I gave it up, man. Just look at this ceiling on all the networks. Uh, a baby born. <laughs>
5: yeah.
8: A baby born. And everybody, and I'm sitting here and I'm saying, God, I wish I was an artist. I, I can't draw. I wish I could. I would show that baby when they walk out the hospital today. And up over them in the head where, where the God force looks down. I would have drones looking down. (laughs) Not to hurt baby Jesus, but to say you in America Mm. drop more drones on women and children and have the nerve enough to love and respect yours. Wow. There are some mob folks that didn't give a damn about nothing. They mother, they father, they care. And we look at them like something, no, it's something wrong with you folks. I've never had the time to call this to wife with you people hmm? mm. <laughs> in the palace mm. that don't feel what you're doing, don't know what you do, doing, and then lie about it. You see, one day a better world will come when we folks that do your dirty work. Talk about your husband and, and Prince Charles' children is on is on military duty. Come on, y'all! Are y'all stupid
5: enough to believe that
8: y'all somewhere hiding out in the cave where the good marijuana is, hmm? mm. and having parties, and then come back and tell us y'all been out training? Mm. And mm. I'm not one of these that use God as a pit bull. Hmm? Hmm? The same God that created. The slave owner also created the slaves. The same God that created the Jews, created Germans. There's a magic in the universe that says, don't worry about it, we take care of it. You put a thousand dollars in the bank, you can't write a check for fifteen hundred. And if you cash it, somebody's in collusion. That's the good thing about the universal God, it don't collude with you.
5: Hmm? See, here's
8: where it is, and here's where it stays. Hmm? And so again, I sit there all day and watch them come out the house. Hmm? Come to the house. But what do you you expect out of them, Hmm? Because my mother was ignorant and didn't know that King James was king of England. Hmm? Hmm. King of England. She didn't know that. She didn't know that he's such a weird, strange, homosexual, King James. He hated women so bad he killed his mother.
5: Hmm. And his lover
8: was Lloyd Buckingham, who Buckingham Palace named after. So what do you think? Hmm? Hmm you got a man this crazy that will kill his mother, hmm? Hmm? and it really didn't have nothing to do with no gay thing. You know how many gays we know that they never kill nobody?
5: <laughs> Ooh.
8: And so one day, as this thing turns around now, every time I go and speak in the jail, I ask, "How come there are no atheists on death row?" Hmm? Now, some people out there listening to me with the same ignorance my mother had, you got to find a way. See, that's not true. They're all day. You ain't never been in a jail. What is it about people don't believe in that God you're talking about? Don't kill people. And so when you sit and look at how fast this thing is moving now, and every time I look up at TV today, I see. The folks who have learned the whole world out of that talent, and you think you think you think they ain't mean and bitter, do you know up until last year was the first time the Pope have been to to London in and Britain and five hundred years sure. that's how much they hate, and so you better not come in here when. <laughs> when sure. When the king was excommunicated because he got a divorce. That's what that was about. And they take their army to back that stuff up. They army to back it up. Sometimes they all stand in there and they have seaters and they striped suits and all of that. And they trick us because they don't look like soldiers. They don't look like. You see, the way they tricked me in the movie when I was a boy with the death penalty, all of them had a priest walking you she let you care. And a little boy, nobody ever told me anything's wrong with a priest. And they look so meek and humble. A priest. How can I think anything's wrong with it? And so as they will dress up in their uniform, you see they, on the, the horses with their polo sticks. And you never see the filth. And you don't know them. Some of you have never seen them. But the news people who you see all the day, they bring us that field with a smile on their face and laugh. And, and Oh, geez, let me tell you what happened. Mm. Well, what about all them babies that born today, they'd be dead by tonight. Hmm? Mm. Because of the products you put out and governments go along with it. Mm. Here's a baby going to be born this week in America. And the mother's going to put Vaseline Petroleum Jelly on it, which is illegal in Europe. Why? Because mm. it tell you it's Vaseline Petroleum. <laughs> it's made out of gasoline. Mm. Petroleum Jelly.
5: Mm. And you put
8: it on your baby. That's mm. why they have no respect for you.
5: Mm. That's why
8: they send you to war and kill you. Because of... I made you ignorant. God, you was born with the intelligence. Huh? Queen Elizabeth make $360 million every 24 hours. Just interest on her money. Huh? On her money. Huh? And, and and so when you stop and think about how rich she is, they say she's one of the richest women. That woman ain't got no but jump change, huh? Are you serious? A million dollars, if you change that into a million seconds, you got 13 minutes. 13 minutes. A million seconds is 13 minutes. Hmm. A billion dollars, change that into minutes? A million? A billion? Mm-hmm. You got thirty-two years, man. That ain't never for a chump change. That's for you all. Can you imagine what a trillion dollars look like?
5: Mm.
8: Mm? And so we sit here, but here's what you have to look at: take the queen. She makes three hundred. Then $60 million every 24 hours, just interest on her money. Take this slick cousin of her. He makes billions. Take this other little slick chump over there who makes trillions. Then take my cousin, Jabbo Jones. Huh? Can't read, can't write, ain't never been to school. Living in the street, eating out of garbage cans. <laughs> But all of the queen and all of her money and all those folks I mentioned, they don't breathe no more air in their body than Jabbo Jones do. Hmm? See, there's a real God. I'm talking about the God that was here before the churches and before the dinosaurs. Billions of years, that's the one who's responsible for us. I got here the same way you got here. In Harvard, don't teach it.
4: Mm.
8: A penis went into a vagina and ejaculated, and out of that, 500 million sperms came out. And the one responsible for you is like the one responsible for me. Uh, half a billion sperms came out, and the one that caused you and me outran a half a billion sperms and got to that egg first. You know how special we are? And that's why they got to treat you and jive you to make you look at this crap every day, so you'll never remember mm. or even think. that that same God that put the welfare mother here, hmm, and the tramps here, and the hungry folk, why well, they hungry and they hungry because people hiding the food? Hmm? Mm. That's when you sit and look at that today, and then you understand God, that that king to be or queen to be. Whatever it was, huh? Mm. It's no more important to the universal God. All of that money. And if you held Queen Elizabeth's nose and mouth for 20 minutes and held Jabo Jones' nose and mouth, they would both die. Hmm? Why? Oh, I got to get this job. I got to get this Ph.D. Oh, I got to... Oh, wait, ho, 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 ho. If you didn't eat tonight, you wouldn't die. If you didn't eat tomorrow, you wouldn't die. If you didn't have the money, you wouldn't die. If I held your nose and mouth for 20 minutes, you would be dead. The most important thing on this planet is oxygen. Hmm? You can't see it. You can't feel it. You can't taste it. And it's free. Hmm? It's free. And so when you stop and think about it, I mean, I've been five years, I've been telling people... Something that the government won't tell you and the billionaire communicating folk won't tell you that when you plug up a phone hmm, and charge your phone, you're not supposed to make phone calls. We have something like 300,000 people die in this country every year.
5: <laughs>
8: 250,000 in this country <laughs> die from cow disease. They won't tell you. Hmm? They will not tell you that, hmm? And so The other day I had so many calls Man People calling and say, Oh I read your article I heard you For five years ago Saying Never talk on a cell phone And then the world heard All at once We woke up the other morning And the big news Was this Chinese woman That was electrocuted hmm, For using her cell phone While it was short Your children They don't They don't the plug in because the phone's weak. They see you do it, so they do it. Yeah, yeah. And they talking on the phone. And so we're seeing yeah. that somewhere, hmm? Huh? Somewhere. I got a friend of mine, I got a friend, he hires them people in groups of 20, train them. And every so often, They teams come out where all of these. These electric, you see these big old electric computers up in the air? Well, most of them is in white neighborhoods. Ninety percent of the folks living in neighborhoods, their children ends up with some type of mental retardation. They don't care at all. People who live next to airports, and they would have put them next to us, but <laughs> we didn't live next to airports. 90% of the people that live where airports, airplanes take off and land end up dying from cancer and all kinds of things. And everybody thought, oh my God, that's a good view. I can watch the planes take off and land. That's what you think, huh? Hmm?
5: Hmm?
8: 98% of all pilots die two years after they Retire Why? Because that old dirty polished union Will not tell them about the research they have About the radiation that comes through them points, huh? That's what we're looking at today We're looking at the top of the field
3: <laughs> mm. Dick, in terms of the, the so-called royal family Which one of the the males Was photographed wearing a Noxie uniform? That was the one
8: that, the, the one that just got married I mean, you just had the child.
3: The one that just had the child.
8: Yeah,
5: mm-hmm.
8: yeah. That's the thing they do on Halloween, huh? Halloween. I mean, Halloween, we just find pick it up, and somebody asked me on the radio the other day, uh, Mr. Gregory, you was 368 and pounds. How'd you lose all the weight? That's I got to thinking one day. <laughs> I ain't never seen a fat devil. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I ain't what? never
8: seen a devil that's fat. I go to the Baptist church or the Catholic church and look at the choir and see all them fat folks, and the devil wouldn't come out the house if he looked like that. Hmm? I've never heard of a devil being killed. They told me they killed Jesus, mm. <laughs> but I ain't never read no story But somebody killed the devil. Hmm? <laughs> so I'm saying, wait a minute, huh? Hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. I never heard where, where the devil was hungry. I never heard where Jesus had to turn fish into something to feed the multitude, and what the devil.
5: Hmm?
8: So what's this about?
5: Hmm?
8: True. And so True. when you stop and think about what this crap they feeding us
5: now. Hmm?
8: And they just there. they looking, and it goes into your mind. And the little children that's looking at that think they something different. Wow. Wow. I, nobody did that to me when I was born. Hmm? And so when you sit and stop and think about what they fed us today, hmm? and the way them mule you know, punks been drugged out, including the baby can't be born normal. You know, I, always thought, I didn't know nothing was wrong with cigarettes. And then I find out if you smoke or drink alcohol or take medicine with all that stuff in there, it affects the baby. Huh? So all this part everybody's everybody smoking,
5: and you don't know what
8: it is. The, 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 the reason the, uh, the Turks have one of the fierce armies in the world, they fill them up with gunions. The three types of marijuana that's been here forever. Light green, dark green, and gun. Light green make you happy, dark green make you sad, and gunyon will make you kill your mama. Hmm? Uh, so Gundam, what? the last one the last one does what? Make you kill your mama. That's what the that's what the Turks use. That's why everybody's scared of the Turks, man. Right? Hmm. And you out there on the corner buying this and buying that and buying that they trying to tell us that, that uh Terran Martin Martin he oh he went he's such a bad day man, he went to seven eleven. And you can't find my cousin going to seven eleven and getting them some candy, they getting them some blunts, man. So I see you oh, bad. He go get some candy. <laughs> you know, you thugs out there going into I call you because, you know you know, the government could stop them. Everybody know you can go to 7-Eleven and get some blunts. Cops hang out in seven Don't nobody stop it. Hmm? He just went and got him some some, some candy <laughs> and some tea. But all y'all running in and getting all the marijuana stuff that you need, I don't care what you smoke. Hmm? I smoked cigarettes, man, until somebody told me what it would do to me. Now you don't have to tell me I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing, and so and so when you look and think about this day, this day, that's all they gave us, and then underneath the news they said that the the the, the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff just briefed Congress and said if we go over there and 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 help in Syria, it will cost us a billion dollars plus a month. So we can't find food. They cut off the food stamps. Huh? Wow. Did you hear me? And they don't need to punch that up. It just broke today. This is the president's man. He appointed him. And he's saying this is what it's going to cost us. You know, if you if you if you block the airspace, we have to have thousands of planes up there to see. Hmm? And so when you you stop and think about who we are i go get a loaf of wheat bread, organic wheat bread. And every time I pay the taxes on my organic wheat bread, they use my taxes to buy drones. So I'm not that clean. Hmm? So when them bombs and and stuff start hitting my my wife and children and grandchildren, I say, (laughs) getting even, baby. Mm. Every time I get on a plane and go to a, a peace rally anywhere in the world, round trip first class to Paris—that's like eight thousand dollars, and I pay tax on it. And they take good tax money and buy military equipment to kill folks. So that's when did I get so pure? Hmm? When did I get so pure? Hmm? I got ten children. Oh, people say, oh, we like to make you father the—I can't go. I can't go. I don't tell them. I, I tell myself, you're too filthy, boy, to be father of the year. You have no scandal You have none All your children
5: No, 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 no
8: Hmm. In order To create a child You're creating gods 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 That's what you're creating And And that universal God Have never made no trash Huh if those of y'all listening to me, if you have some baby pictures in the house, at some time, look at them. Look at them little tops, babies. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And look at them good. You don't see no hoes, no pimps, no cops, no soldiers. That come after they get with you. You create that, huh? Look at the baby picture, huh? And mm-hmm. Wow Stand on the corner And look at them thugs Standing on the corner And go find their baby picture You can't see that yeah. That comes after they get with us We change yep. the DNA To another thing We can't mess with the one That the universal God made hmm? Let me show you how it works 17 year old child Murder And hmm? um, We sit and look it didn't like that. We we react to hammer toes. Have to be wearing them tight shoes because nobody ever told us a fourth of all the body, all the bones in your body is in your feet a fourth. And I've been telling folks about them. Them. Uh, what they call them? Them. Uh, them shower slippers. Hmm? The flops. The flops. Flip flop. Did you hear the news today? No. Oh, punch it up, man. My son's a chiropractor. Like, he tell me, you don't know how much money we're making and you don't know how much we're going to make. They were made to take showers in.
3: Right. Not and they was of-
8: made to walk on the beach. Yeah. When you put them things on your feet and you move, your feet, the muscles move a different direction because they don't have nothing to grip. And it messes up the muscles and the bones and everything. And the next thing you know, going to be operated on they just broke today they're talking about that now hmm? and so when you stop and think about you know you're born there's a DNA see we, you know all the thousands of people that got out of death row because of DNA that didn't just start That <laughs> was here from day one Harvard and Yale and more—they didn't create that or find it. It's been there. Hmm? So you got DNA. Hmm? DNA. You got twenty-five thousand miles of blood vessels hmm? in your body that make a complete—the blood make a complete cycle. Huh? Every twenty-five. Mm. If you could lay your blood vessels in the end and reach around this planet Earth hmm, four times, hmm, and your blood vessels can reach around this Earth four times, Mm. which means your blood is traveling 25,000 miles every 30 seconds, and they got you believing a jet plane is fast. hmm? Mm. Your blood vessels, huh? So when you stop and think about,
5: you know, who
8: you are, not that crap they put out there, not that old health crap they put out there. Do you know, the real people know, that the foreskin of a circumcision, just the the, the, the one they cut off, that's the size of your thumbnail.
5: And
8: in 21 days, that foreskin grows so fast it would fill up three basketballs stadiums, Mm. and they sell it around the world, that's the number one skin they use for burn victims, okay, Mm. Mm. that's you, that's you, this is a game they play, because they teach you this over here in the universe, I don't need to teach you, I gave it to you,
5: (laughs)
3: Now so Dick Dick in terms of the body, what they they tell us that organs that are not
5: ne
3: they nature just created them, but they're not necessary and that is the uh, the tonsils is
8: one. And um uh, I recollect the the, the people who have their tonsils taken out is more susceptible to all kind of diseases and sickness. We was meeting with a group of prostitutes in in, uh, in uh, Minnesota, and a cop uh, a uh, a cop uh, that that handles prostitutes and wrote a book on it. And he said, I told some of them you was coming here, and I told them what you said about circumcision. And I want, we all go out to dinner and let you all tell him what you told me. And I get there. And they said, you know, when we have a trick to turn, if we did it in pitch blackness with no light on, we can tell the ones that's been circumcised because it's rougher. It's not soft like the universe meant for it to be. Hmm? Mm-hmm. But here's some ignorant mama that found some stuff and "Oh, we get sick, circumcised so you don't get syphilis or gonorrhea." Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and so when you stop and think about, huh, you'd have to get a machine to count how many times your eye blink in 24 hours, huh? Correct. Yeah. Hmm? The brain is trashed by us because you can't see it. If you couldn't see your car, you wouldn't know it was dirty. If you don't understand the brain, understand these organs and stuff, they start beating the first day you was born, and they never stop till death. They don't go to bed at night. Mm. They don't take a shower at night or bath. The bath comes from you. If you drink alcohol, they bath is in alcohol. You yeah. use drugs, even the drugs the hospital give you. Mm-hmm. My son told me something the, the chiropractor. He said, Dad, you know, if you're walking down the street and a robber rob you and stab you, that goes up to the brain. Say, do you know if you in the hospital with the most world-renowned brain surgeon, when they cut your head, it goes up to the brain And the brain don't know nothing about no damn brain surgeon or no robber. All it knows, it feels the same vibration from the the robber stabbing me as it feels when the world-renowned brain surgeon cuts me. Hmm? Mm. This is the body. This is the body. And so consequently, when you say to your child, hmm, particularly black folks, uh, when these cops stop you. So I'm about nine years old. I said to my brother, man, this I trying to tell you something because I couldn't say nothing around my mother, man.
5: <laughs> I said, I
8: that was my brother's name. I said, man, you know how clean we are? We ain't never stole nothing, huh? Don't do nothing devilish. And she's telling us how to give respect to filth. Hmm? I didn't know at the time that my DNA is picking it up and it says something wrong with your mother, she a fool. Hmm? Can you imagine you teach your daughters that that group over there on the other side of the street there, they rape every day and night, but if they grab you while you going to the store, don't holler, don't yell, just... just uh, uh. Because they'll kill you. How do you teach your daughter? You never told that daughter to say to her brother and sister if they make you mad. Mm. To back down. Mm. And let me tell you something, man. Why are you teaching your sons to behave for filth? Don't don't talk too fast. Uh, put your hands on silver. When you go to the military, they don't tell you when the enemy attacked you to negotiate with them? They say, kill them, huh? Yeah. Mm. Fall up on that hill with your partners and wipe them out. Well, why are you teaching me and my brothers to negotiate with filth? Oh, I was so proud of that young girl in Pakistan. When she great and they shot her in the head three times and she didn't die because now you're in the grips of the universal DNA. Mm. Mm. Your mother couldn't bring you back, huh? And so when you stop and think about people are teaching their children today hmm, about that cop. hmm, About that cop. And knowing universal law and DNA, hmm, cops in America, I mean, you just got to feel sorry for them because if my son or daughter, grandchildren, was living with me and... You run a paint company that paint people's house, and and you have the, the paint that, instead of wallpaper, is paint with lead in it. So my children going to get lead poisoning from the paint. Huh? Uh-huh. Then you sold them. So if they can get lead poisoning from paint on the wall, what do you think happens to cops that walk around all day long with lead bullets around their belly? Are you out your uh-huh. mind?
5: Well,
8: uh-huh. mm. you out your mind, and these thugs won't tell them.
5: Hmm?
7: They
8: will not tell them. That's why you got a lot of countries don't let the cops carry guns. And do you know it messes them up so bad? More cops die in America every year from suicide than killed in the line of duty.
3: Yeah. Hmm?
8: The number one divorce occupation in America is cops, and their second wives is prostitutes. Huh.
5: That's land.
8: All the scientists, all these incredible schools, know that nobody will tell them that because they don't count. Hmm. They don't count. And they don't know that. They're so busy looking at this trash on TV today. (laughs) A child. Hmm? A child is born. Hmm? That's all. And every child that was born today on this planet, regardless how rich, how poor, educated, uneducated, pow, hmm, it went through the same thing. And with all that money they got, when that nine-month pregnancy is up, the universal God going to drop that baby if it means death to the mother and the child. There's not a military or add all the militaries together with their guns and their tanks and their drones. And when that ghetto sister that can't read or write, when she opened up her legs, on that nine month pregnant, go we'll see if they got anything in their so can keep that baby mm-hmm. Up. mm-hmm. Okay. And so when you sit and you look at what we went through this 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 weekend, last weekend, hmm, the call, okay. and I heard people say, "Yeah, man, uh, we need to boycott. Uh, we need to boycott Florida. <laughs> How many times you been annoying?" Yeah, well, that's an easy call <laughs> for you. Hmm? Mm. You You need to, this is the game you're playing. Here's what we need to do, is don't buy Florida orange juice. Now, Grandma, welfare, we can participate in that. Hmm. Huh? Why? Mm. Because don't say Florida orange juice. My grandmother don't know what's Florida orange juice and whatnot. Just say boycott orange juice, and that mess 'em mess them all up.
5: Mm. We didn't
8: do nothing wrong, well I know, but I'm so ignorant I don't know which is yours and which is Florida, so we don't boycott it at all. Now you know what's good about about boycotting that, hmm? because it grows on a tree, mm. and it gets ripe, and you have to take it down. So what do you do? You put in trucks. Trucks leave every night, man, heading north with the oranges.
5: Hmm? Got to get here
8: fast. They'll rot. Freezer. Now, if we stop buying orange juice, they don't have enough freezers to keep the oranges mm. safe. They don't have enough trucks, huh? Mm. So, what happens? Walt Disney says, Oh my God, man. The governor said the other day to them children that was in his office about he's not going to call in the legislators to do away with the uh, stand your ground.
5: Mm hmm.
8: The orange growers will bust your head open, man. You mess up their oranges.
4: Mm.
8: Huh? They don't work on no standing ground. They ain't going to get shot. You do away with it, boy. Hmm? Because Walt Disney will say, wow, if, they, if they're if successful at that, they'll be successful and boy, in boycotting Disneyland, huh?
5: Mm-hmm.
8: Uh, and then under there, somebody will say, well, all that fruit and vegetables that come out of Florida, well, I don't know which is what, so let's bark out it all. Hmm? Let's bark out it all. That's the power you have when you stop playing games. And they will get it. Stand Your Ground is in almost 32 cities, and most of them is up north. Okay. Hmm. Washington, D.C., <laughs> all black town. Somebody slipped it through them, they didn't even know it. Dick, Dick, I
3: want want you to hold it there and allow the audience
8: to ask some questions
3: before we conclude. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, call in on 213-943-3618, 213-943-3618. Hit one on your telephone keypad, and that lets our engineer know that you have a question or comment for Mr. Dick Gregory Also, on the Internet users, you can scroll down to chat room and type in a question or comment, and that will be conveyed to us here. And uh, Dick Gregory also, for those of you in the metropolitan area, New York City metropolitan area, Dick Gregory will be in Harlem Saturday, Saturday, July 27th at 5 p.m. Actually, the doors open at 4 p.m., at 5 p.m., he will be at Muhammad Mosque Number no. 7. That's on 127th Street between Malcolm X Boulevard and Adam Clayton Powell, Jr. Boulevard, right around the corner from Sylvia's Restaurant. He'll be there as a fundraiser given by the Fruit of Islam. For information, 347-928-6441-347. 9286441 and that will be a presentation you'll have uh probably photo opportunities and uh, you'll meet the great brother who has been involved in the civil rights movement the human rights movement around the world that's Dick Gregory and every time you talk to him you will you'll talk to him about coming back from certain places where he has appeared for the benefit of the people in that locale, not only in the U.S., but abroad. Brother Dick Gregory... Went, Let me
5: say this to you.
8: You remember that big storm y'all had, Sandy?
5: Sandy?
3: Yeah.
8: Yes, sir. Okay. Did they send drones in, or did they get them drones out of the way? <laughs> 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 this
5: big, I, bad I, thing. They I got them drones, they got drones out the way out so of they the way. wouldn't
8: be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what, was, what, what were you going to say? I'm
3: sorry. The, the, um, when, when I asked you this question in our last interview, when you hear the statement conspiracy theory being bandied about in the general media or, or being said by one of the talking heads to dismiss some investigation or collection of facts outside of what they have put on the scene, what comes to mind?
8: Well, it comes to mind that the government and the people in charge of the world, that's what they do to... Uh, let, let me give you a better example. The cross which Jesus was crucified on wasn't made for Jesus. The Romans had been mm-hmm. crucified, people, for thousands of years with the cross. They had a certain way they would kill different people. The cross meant you was a revolutionist, mm. and that's the way. Now let me tell you why. We didn't have news like this on newspapers, huh? Mhm. People never traveled. Jesus never traveled within three hundred miles from where he was born. Nobody. What you gonna travel on? Mm. So you got a store over here. You got some over here. You got what? Get bread over here. So what happens is they would hang you on the cross and leave you there for three days so the people in the community could see you and the children see you, and they say, that's what happened hmm, if you're a revolutionist.
5: Mm -hmm.
8: Okay? Now, after we came up with the TV and the news and all that, we don't have to do that now. We can can shoot you in the head. Most revolutions get shot in the head. And then we talk about it on TV or the radio or something. Now, watch this. Again, the cross was made for revolutions. True. So then the question you have to ask, well, what were those two thieves doing there? Hmm?
5: See True. how they trick it?
8: <laughs> See how they yeah. turned around? Right. <laughs> Father, when you go to where you're going, will you remember me? <laughs> <True>. <laughs> the other one said, if you you... Say you, I want you get down from here. That old mm-hmm. trash don't even sound right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you will never ask what are those other two? You got ways you kill them, huh? Mm-hmm. And it's not the way you kill a revolutionist, huh? Mm-hmm. And so, and,
5: and, and,
8: and so that's what that's about. Listen, Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm-hmm. Hold
3: your point. Uh, okay. The, 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 hold your point right there We're going to a caller callie. you're on the air Thank you for your call
6: Yeah, thank you very much But if you don't mind I would like him to finish that point Is that okay? Go ahead
3: uh, Lee Harvey Oswald
8: Okay Kennedy's Car Was not supposed to go down Elm Street hmm? It was to come up Go over the Vinok And get the highway That decision was made 30 minutes before that car turned on Elm Street. I heard it wasn't before. supposed to go. So how did Lee Harvey Oswell know to get a job there six weeks ahead of time if the car mm. wasn't coming that way?
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good
8: question. When, mm-hmm. when that Kennedy got hit a little bit after 12, Central Time, at 4 o'clock, Central Time, they put that car on the plane and send it to Cincinnati where they make limousines for president. Why would you send that car back so early? Do you know how much information is in a blood splatter?
5: Mm-hmm.
8: Do you know what forensics can come in and do that, huh?
5: Mm.
8: When you look at, at uh, O.J. Simpson, somebody asked Nicole Simpson's mother, a press. Not, she wasn't tricking or nothing. She was just asking the question, when was the last time you talked to your daughter before she was killed? She said, oh, 11 o'clock last night. And, 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 and again, the, 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 the press woman wasn't tricking. None. She said, well, how do you know it was 11 o'clock? She said, because my husband was eating dinner at this restaurant. That's an hour and a half from my house. We left at 11 at 9.30. It couldn't have been before 11 said well oh wait a minute hold it you talk to your daughter
5: yeah Uh
8: well all we got to do the the press didn't say this I'm saying all we got to do is get that phone call right because at that time O.J. Simpson was supposed to have been on the plane there's a federal judge that hooked that call up and in, it's, in, uh, it's hidden in Dallas, Texas. Not to be released for 50 years.
5: Hmm?
8: Mm. Conspiracy theory. Hmm? Uh, ben Louden was killed December 2001. Hmm? 2001. By Sheikh Amar, the same guy that killed uh, the uh, Richard Pearl, the Wall Street Journal, president. right,
5: right, same guy, he killed
8: it, right. And so all at once now, then who went in? I was asked when I was in, it was Japan. Well, well, you mean the president? No, oh, the president's in the loop. He don't know nothing. Hmm? President goes to New York City tonight by himself. He can't get a cab. Hmm? <laughs> so,
5: what what do he know? Well, he
8: sits there and they're playing it for him on the news. And, and he's looking at it we got him. Do that sound like a president? We no. <laughs> <He> got him. <laughs> now watch this now. Every Sunday night, the baseball teams have to play a free game for the folks in America who don't have cable. So that night that if they've been lobbing, was killed, that night, uh, the game was in Philadelphia, and they stopped, and the president was talking, they stopped, it. you know, them, them baseball got these
5: huge
8: TV screens, bigger than, bigger than my neighborhood I grew up in, <laughs> and them white folks was singing, God bless America, America the beautiful, and you know what the score was, man? <laughs> Ninth inning, one to one. Is that nine one one? Is that nine one one? Nine one one. When the Super Bowl this year, the lights went out in New Orleans. Yeah. The Superdome. They came yeah. back on Eastern Standard Time, eleven minutes after nine. Is that nine one one? And so, and so when you stop and think about, so if Ben Laden was killed in December '01, then who was that the Navy SEALs killed? Well, you can't ask them because all six of them went in that room. It's dead now. Hmm? Dead. Five of them. I didn't know that. Oh, what else you wow. don't know? Five of them was killed in a helicopter crash. If you got your computer, you can type that up now. Mm. And the sixth one, the one that shot him in the head, he's the one y'all read about. He was on the rifle range with other Navy SEALs, and uh, and they accidentally shot him in the head. Oh, you the one shot Ben Laden in the head? Well, you know that's a lie. So somebody got to get shot in the head. It's going to be you. Why? Get rid of all the secrets.
5: Mm. Hmm? Mm. They didn't
8: know. You go to to the to, to, to what happened in Boston, Obama, all of that family worked for the CIA. Listen, protocol. Putin calls the president.
5: Huh?
8: He didn't call the CIA. When you get that big, you don't have nobody carrying your water. Put the president on. And this president. There's a family in Boston. Y'all better watch you. He didn't tell the president all of them were CIA. But they didn't know there was going to be double cross. They didn't know that they was going to get kidnapped. And two weeks before, nobody saw them. When they let him go, Tuesday after Monday, you saw what he went back to college. How are you going to go back to college and the whole world looking for you? They didn't know it. No, that, that I, I'm not. I'm going to tell you about this. When I heard it happened, I called my wife. And I said, keep your eye on the Massachusetts Institute of Technology because they do stuff there that would make Hitler blush and this might be some of the super spies want to steal the secrets. Nobody's explained why that cop from MIT was shot in the head twice while he sleeps. Hmm? Wait a minute, sleep? What did he know? Or what was he selling? Or what was he fixing to do? 48 miles from Boston is a nuclear plant so I said to my wife, call my man and ask him to tell you when did they close the nuclear plant down. Because if you get this happening on Monday, how do the people who're supposed to guard us know that's not a card for blowing up the nuclear plant? Mhm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So she called me back and he said he he got back. He said he'd been waiting on you to call. He said they closed the nuclear plant down on Saturday. The race wasn't until Monday. Okay, Mm. nobody closed down a nuclear plant but the government, okay? Mm. Now, let's take it a step further, then y'all can Google this. They sent the good FBI agents in, the good ones. Two of them from Washington, D.C., to check over the whole thing, which means if you're a state cop, you got to report to them. You can't have a press conference until we take it. You're a county cop, all of you... Report to us Okay Don't you know they killed them two FBI agents Two and a half weeks ago No All you do is google the two FBI agents That was Practicing Helicopter rescues Yeah. Remember that They fell off the
5: plane (laughs) Okay That's how it works man They fell off the plane
8: you remember the the, the the uh the newspaper guy with Rolling Stone that that interviewed General McChrystal? When this, his name Hastings or something like Hastings. that? Hastings. And he was he was the president's buddy, the president upon him. That boy put some whiskey in him, he got to say nasty things about the president and the president fired him. Hastings got killed two weeks ago, y'all read about it. He's the one his car hit that tree and blew up out there in California. Right.
5: Yeah. right. right. That right. was him.
8: So I answer you that to say the conspiracy theory. The hmm. Conspiracy theory. What's a cons- what's a what's a conspiracy theory is all the women that take Vaseline petroleum jelly and put on their babies, all the black folks that put it on their legs to get the ash off <laughs> that will give you cancer if they tell you it's Vaseline Petroleum. A baby? You go to Europe with that stuff You go under the J. <coughs>
5: well, but that's we how go- it
8: works So that's what that is They just change it a, another Thank way you, go So we, we say hey, hats off to Stevie Wonder You know what's yes. so good about Stevie Wonder? He didn't have to get no permission from nobody Go ahead He did it So what should we do? We should sign a Stevie Wonder LP once a month, hmm? Stevie makes so much money on his gig, his agent gets a hundred thousand dollars. Just that's just that's just a
5: percentage. Hmm. And so he
8: said, Hey, let's get this up. He didn't say Florida. He said any state that has Daniel. Huh? And lastly. Don't you know where they left it? Where you think they learned stand your ground from the black folks in the civil rights movement? Only we did it right. Bring all your guns and all your bullets and all your evil sheriffs and we ain't running. That's where stand your ground came from, huh?
5: <clears throat> the
8: Marines don't know how to stand ground. They got guns. We stood our ground with no guns and won. Stand your ground. Now all you do is stand your ground on this one, huh?
0: Um, excuse me. Yes, if I man, we only have 15 seconds
7: left.
6: Hold on, can wow. okay. I just like say right quick, Brother Dick, this is Brother John Ali, man. I remember when you came down to my uh, college down in North Carolina, the Barbara Scotia College, back in 71, man. Yes. And I've been following you ever since, man. I just want to say that I appreciate you and I love you, man. And I pray that God bless you and your family's best of health and strength and resources. Thank
8: and you And I look much forward to seeing you Saturday,
6: my brother. I look forward to Thank you Saturday, and i you Saturday,
8: for those of you that need more seconds, come on down Saturday. <laughs> okay. All right.
6: Thank you very much, brother. I love you, man. Okay. Thank you, brother. Right, right. Right. Thank you. Okay. As-salamu alaykum.
3: Well, thank you, brother Dick. Thank Ladies you. Ladies and gentlemen. You said I got something i bringing you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Dick Gregory at the Mohammed Moss in Harlem, Saturday, July 27th. Information 347 928 347-928- six four four one. You'll have a chance to meet and greet Nick Gregory and ask him questions face to face. God bless you all. Thanks the engineers. Thank the most high for blessing us this evening. Peace.
0: Um Brother Leroy? Yes. We're out of time. Um we ran out of time a couple of seconds ago.
3: Okay. Alright. So,
0: Thank you. W- okay, have a nice day. Some like Brother Leroy.
3: Well, like the slum, King.
0: I'm gonna end the show now. Okay. en